Danny. Danny, thank you so much for having me back. And it's a joy to be back. And I believe you put a spell, a good spell, uh, on the journey of Boy Swallows Universe about two years ago. And um, I've never, ever forgotten uh, how kind and generous you were to have me on early on um, when Trent Dalton and the world of uh, literary fiction were, were pretty strange to each other. And uh, I was very touched that you took the time of day and I'm, and it's so cool that you took the time of day again. I feel like I'm part of the Words and Nerds family. You guys are so amazing and lovely and such a family of amazing literary lovers and creators and people who advocate. Oh, thanks so much for your questions engaging with the novel and for everything you're doing. I know the podcast is hugely, hugely loved, so um, you're a gem. I think it's awesome the work that you do you know, we're out there in this pool of, of like how many writers there are in this country and we're all trying to get our book to the surface. Podcasts like this enable us to do that and also to talk about our craft. Danny, you're a gift from heaven. I love that you're such a great supporter and advocate for not only kids' books but adult novels too. I love your interviews across the board. Kudos to you, Danny, for, uh, for getting everyone to relax so much that they open up and tell you such interesting things for the benefit of your listeners. So, well <laughs> Thanks, Jack. Yeah, well That's done. That's so true. Oh my gosh, I just told you all these things that I've never talked about before. I could have edited that bit out. I could do this. And I was just so comfortable that I was like, I said all this stuff. It's a special knack. Who wouldn't want to celebrate this fabulous podcast? Thank you for listening to the Words and Nerds podcast. On this podcast, we chat about books, the writing process, and how literature has the power to change the world. I'm your host, Danny V, and today I'm super excited to welcome Crystal from Super Awesome Storytime, who makes fun videos with books, music, art, and craft, and storytelling for the whole family. Welcome, Crystal. Hello. Thank you so much for having me, Daddy. I'm so excited to be on your fabulous podcast. I'm super excited to talk to you because I feel like every time I watch one of your videos or see you on Insta, I just get this boost of energy. So... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, what could it possibly be? <laughs> I mean, I feel like I'm kind of enthusiastic and then I see you and I think you're double me. So I think we're going to have a good time. No, I think we're both super enthusiastic. It's going to be a fun chat. <laughs> now, can you explain to me for listeners who may not have seen uh, your beautiful videos on Insta or YouTube, can you explain mm -hmm. super awesome story time? I sure can. So super awesome story time in a nutshell. Every time I say it in a nutshell, I just think of Austin Powers. And he's like, I'm in a nutshell. <laughs> anyway, there I go already going and leaping tangents. away from the question. <laughs> I love tangents. I love them too. I can't help myself. So that's what you have to look forward to for the rest of this podcast. Right. Um, yes. Yeah, so super awesome story time is a music and storytelling channel for children. Exactly how you said it. I started it goodness, 2020 when the world turned upside down uh, and I couldn't tour with other shows anymore. And I had the idea for Super Awesome Storytime for a good two and a half years before the world went mad, but I just didn't have the time to invest in it. And I thought, well, now is the time, now and ever. And so I just went out into my studio that had been set up for two years and I started filming. And so every episode that I do is like that. I improvise the whole thing except for wow the song that I write that goes with the book that's inspired by the book. So I also gave myself that added challenge of writing a song that is inspired by the book for each episode. Uh, and so that part is obviously um, I've already written the lyrics to that, but everything else is improvised. So it's, I don't know what I'm, what's going to come out of my mouth either. So it's a lot of fun. <laughs> I love that. 
<laughs> but I feel like I really like that play and I feel like that's so important because kids, as you know, love play. They're so playful. They use their imaginations and I wanted to really incorporate that into Super Awesome Storytime. So a regular episode you'll find I'll start with a little nursery rhyme that'll include some movement, getting our bodies moving and singing a song that the kids may or may not know. Then we'll read one of the fabulous books that I I get gifted, which is so much fun. And then we will sing the song that I've written to go with. And then I also get given some amazing craft by kids from all over the world. And I then get to show their drawings, their paintings and whatever their amazing imaginations have come up with creatively. So yeah, I feel very, very lucky to be able mm. to share their incredible artworks and such amazing books. Oh, I love that. And I love what you said about play because sometimes as, as adults we get a bit boring and we just have to work and pay the bills and all that kind of stuff. But it's yeah. really cool that, you know, you're like you're doing that and you're encouraging not only kids to watch but families to watch along with you. Absolutely. And I think that's it. I, I also work. Uh, so when I'm not doing super awesome story time, I am a performer as well. And I get I have the very lucky job of working with children in hospitals. So I get to sing uh, and be fun and have fun with kids uh, through the Starlight Children's Foundation, which is incredible. But in doing that, you see parents like, oh, I can't draw, I can't this. And then as soon as they're in that space where they're allowed to, then they just go for it and then and then they have fun too. But it's like the older we get, we forget to play and have fun and I think that children really bring that out in us and it's such a beautiful thing to remember to do as adults as well to just be uninhibited and and just be creative yeah absolutely and not uh, and and play as well you know however that whatever that looks like for you you know whether it's I, I like you know going rollerblading with my kids or rock climbing yeah. you know that kind of play so I think that's really important not to forget to do that now I just absolutely. want to go back to um you're performing at the hospital can you tell me more about that that sounds amazing it is incredible. So I have, let's say, a twin uh, that travels from planet Starlight wow. uh, down to Earth and gets to hang out with some incredible families, really incredible families. And it is, from what I hear, <laughs> super rewarding. Uh, the kids are just incredible. The families are amazing. We have, there's a Starlight room in the hospital. And so that's the only space in the hospital where there's no medical talk. It is oh, just wow. all fun and play and where they are in charge of that place. So they might say, I want to make a rhinoceros. Yes, yes, we can. Let's make a rhinoceros. How? Let's figure it out together. Or we might go and visit the little bubs in Miku, you know, in the neonatal unit and sing lullabies to, oh. to these little teeny tiny humans that are so adorable and their families. Uh, or maybe it's, you know, going around to the wards and visiting the kids that aren't able to make it into the starlight room and we just get to have some fun. Again, child-led play, positive disruption and just bringing smiles to those kids when I think they probably need it the most. Oh, wow. That's an incredible job. I love that you do that. And I love the word positive disruption. I oh, think yes. Need, yeah. I think we need more <laughs> of that in just general life. <laughs> Definitely. Positive disruption all mm. the way, all I the way. I like it. I yeah, think yeah. I know you've got some merch. I was having a look on your website and you've got some great merch. I like your rainbow socks. But I think I think you need positive disruption. I will buy that T-shirt. <laughs> Okay, I like that. I'm glad we've had this chat. That is definitely something I should put on T-shirt. That's a great idea because I've got this T-shirt that I'm wearing now. Mm. I know if you're listening to audio, you're not going to see it, but I've got my Super Awesome Storytime T-shirt, which does have a rainbow, but maybe it needs, like you said, the slogan, positive disruption. Oh, well, you tell me when you create that and I will have one on my body in minutes. All right, you'll be the first to know. (laughs) 
Now, as you said, you're a performer, you're a presenter, you're an actor, storyteller, musician. How did this happen? How did you become so accomplished at all these things? Oh, I think it just started in my mum's belly. Uh, and then I think <laughs> I just came out dancing and singing pretty much or screaming. I mean, you know, screaming, singing. <laughs> and then ever since I can remember, it's what I've wanted to do. So from the age of three, uh, my father's side is Hungarian. And so I did Hungarian dancing. Uh, I started by, you know, doing performances in my living room as well, whether that's grease lightning on the couch. Um, my father is a musician, so he plays guitar. My mum also likes to sing. So I've always been surrounded with such an eclectic array of music um, and creativity and my grandmother my mama on my dad's side always took me to the theater so from as a little girl I'd go and see pantos and I'd go see you know little red riding who turned into a plane you'd have your little cordial and your sandwich while you're watching and then you got to meet these characters afterwards and my mind was just blown and so I think I've just grown up with being on the stage or sitting in the audience watching people on the stage and wishing I was there so it just kind of happened and then I went to NIDA uh, and studied acting or music theatre in Sydney, lived there for 10 years and well, was a bit of a nomad and travelled around with various theatre shows and it just happened to be that I did a lot of family shows. So I travelled um, nationally and internationally with Gruffalo, Gruffalo's Child, Room on the Broom, uh, another one, A Year with Frog and Toad, uh, Millie Jack and the Dancing Cat by Stephen Michael King, who, as you would know, is an Australian, beautiful Australian author. So lots of different uh, family shows as well as adult ones. But again, with Starlight as well, I learned all these incredible skills like playing the ukulele. I'll give a little strum. Play us Playing the uke, making balloon animals, all that stuff. So I thought, you know, I love kids and I love like I said that play that imagination that creativity and I feel like I'm a big kid at heart so I thought why not combine those awesome things so stories storytelling books music craft creativity and mesh it all together into into my own little tv show mm -hmm. no I love your little yeah. tv show I found it so <laughs> positive and inspiring and the kids love it and it's colorful and there's lots of stuff going on so I think it's amazing I love it and that's why I thought I have to speak to you <laughs> oh thank you so much I'm so now, glad now tell me what night is like I, I live in Sydney and I've been to a number of um their workshops and a number of mm -hmm. their theater productions mm -hmm. etc um mm -hmm. Now, did you do the three-year sort of intense full-time course? Was that what you did? I did the one-year intensive mm -hmm. music okay. theatre, so okay. it was six days a week. Wow. Uh, and then on the day off wasn't a day off because we were having to learn songs to sing for the following week. So it was the most intense year of my life, mm -hmm. but it was also the best and we got to work with the most incredible teachers from people that were working in the industry, so industry choreographers, directors, um, you know, all, all the things, you know, and so it was incredible. The main teacher that we had, Abigail Herman, was amazing. She was very, um, how a very strong woman and she let us, I guess, learn how to have a thick skin, which I think mm. is very important in this industry. Uh, as you know, you know, there are a lot of setbacks, there are a lot of no's and, you know, you very rarely get the yes, but that's just part and parcel. So I think it's important to have that thick skin and still stay true to yourself. Uh, and if there is nothing else you can imagine yourself doing, then that's what you have to do and you go for it.
I love that. I, I really like, you know, about Nia that the passion and also almost obsessiveness they have with their craft. Yeah. <laughs> because I think you almost have to really lean into that if you're going to do it successfully. Because like you said, it's hard and there's challenges and there's a lot of competition and all that, all those things. So I like their sort of obsessiveness with the craft of, you know, whether it be music or acting or directing or script writing. I, I, I like that because it's just like you're here, you're yeah. immersed, the outside world does not exist. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, that's it because the thing is there are so many talented people in the world and in Australia in particular that you have to give it 180% (laughs) because, you know, you've got, like you said, those people around you that are so super talented. But one thing that I think is super important is to lift each other up in this industry because it is really challenging. So I think definitely supporting each other and lifting each other up and creating a beautiful little community as I'm sure you have with your podcast as well that gorgeous community to just support each other Mm, absolutely I I was I was having that conversation the other day that some industries you know they compete against each other but I think in the arts you know and I'm very um, familiar with the book community I think everyone's just so supportive and excited for each other I just thought imagine if this kind of filtered out into the world and instead of being judgy and and critical of people instead of we just celebrated everything like wouldn't that be an amazing world oh absolutely there is more than enough room for everybody to shine absolutely more than enough couldn't agree with you more I remember someone I had you know another podcast to come on and they're like oh is it okay that I'm a podcast I'm like are you kidding it's amazing (laughs) let's talk about your podcast like we're not in competition we love the same things you know absolutely it's about changing that narrative and celebrating what everyone's doing because everyone does even if you've got a thousand books out or a thousand podcasts you're all doing it in your own way and there's an audience for you all so well, that's think, it yeah, there's no one true. newer than you that's yeah. truer than true that's that's it. The I love that. <laughs> <laughs> now I know that um you know you love that kind of play and things but what do you love about kids books like when you open a picture book and you're about to read it what do you love about the books that you read I'm a very visual person so I love seeing the illustrations and if you haven't being able to tell I love bright, bold, beautiful illustrations. I have as noticed well. that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, for example, books like All the Way to Be Smart by Davina Bell, like those um, beautiful illustrations and the beautiful rhyming couplets as well, because I think that goes into that, that singing nature, that singy songy kind of way of storytelling, I think is really fun and beautiful. So, but the first thing that obviously catches my eye is the color and the illustrations. And then obviously the words. And when those two marry together, Mm. then for me, that is just perfect. And when you, when you, finish a book and you want to read it again yes. and, and you have that joy of going, oh, I can't wait to read that again or oh, let's look through it and, and going, oh, what did I miss? And, and then you look through it and you see things that you didn't pick up before every time you read it. I think that's super, super special. Mm, I agree. And I love with picture books, particularly how the visuals and the words, sometimes they can either complement each other or tell different stories altogether. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think we have so much talent in Australia and there's so many incredible books uh, that I just love. And, I mean, I feel so lucky to be able to share these incredibly talented authors and illustrators' work. Yeah, it's, amazing. So it's a great thing you're doing because books are, I think, particularly picture books are meant to be read aloud. And so when you hear them read aloud by someone as enthusiastic as yourself, you know, they re- you really bring them alive. So you've not only got the visuals and the and the words and you've got you presenting it, it just, you know, it's kind of magical. <laughs> oh, thank you. I love it. I love sharing stories. I think it's so great. And I think being able to read it aloud really engages children as well, especially when you're reading it directly to them. And so when I am telling a story on Super Awesome Story Time, I'm picturing them 
that there is a child on the other side of that mm. camera that I am reading to specifically, mm. you know, because I think kids love that you're engaging them not only with the visual of the storytelling, that medium, but also the way you can change your voice and you can create characters and, you know, bring the story to life. Mm, I actually heard a play school presenter say that she didn't picture just random kids who she pictured a specific child in her life who she was talking to and she said that made all the difference it's interesting that you say that as well yeah I think it's important because then you feel like you're getting spoke to like it's you speaking to me specifically and I remember as a child when I would watch you know whether it was tv shows and and they'd say like I can't even remember what it was called now but there was one where they'd name people's names you know and uh, Crystal's not a very common or something like that or there was a bee my mum was telling me yes romper room that's the one Crystal back in the 80s I was on romper room were you really (laughs) oh Oh, my goodness, I'm fangirling right now. <laughs> That's amazing. What did you do on Room? Well, uh, I back then, you won't believe this, but I was very shy and I didn't speak a lot. So I think I may have said almost three words when Miss Helena was speaking to me. <laughs> Oh my goodness, that is amazing. <laughs> but how special did you feel? Like Very even when special. you watched it from the yep. other side, little special a person. <laughs> oh my god. I've gosh. got to dig that video up somewhere. My mum must have it somewhere. I need to watch it again. Get out the VHS player. <laughs> <laughs> exactly that, the VHS player. <laughs> oh, that's so great. But yeah, it's that thing of feeling like you're being spoken to, like that story is just for you. And I think as a child that can yeah, make you feel very special as Miss Helena did for you. <laughs> Were you always waiting for your name? You were saying Crystal wasn't a very oh, popular Oh, yes. Name. And so they'd say it and then one day they said my name and I lost my mind. My mum just said, I was like, oh, my goodness, I think Crystal, I think you know <laughs> <laughs> it was an exciting moment I remember that it's very yeah, exciting moment. yeah so that's it so it's always nice to feel like yeah you're you're being you're being spoken to you're being you know it's it's for you specifically yeah, yeah. absolutely I love that so much and you're saying <laughs> that you show kids artworks at the end do you get yes. lots of cool feedback from kids who watch your show Oh, my goodness. Yes, from the parents, of course, because they're too little to be able to write. But actually, having said that, I have got some beautiful audio notes from some children, even in other languages. Oh, Um, wow. Yeah, and then the the mother has then uh, explained, translated to me what they were saying, but they just get so excited. Again, like we said, you know, when you hear your name, like we did back in the 80s, (laughs) that um, to see your artwork on something, like that must be so surreal. Mm. They've done it. They've sent it off. And I've got, uh, you know, Fatima who sends her artwork through regularly. She's from Iran. She sends it through. We've got Joaquin from America. So they send it through almost every week and not to mention other kids. I just, I love it. So from all over the world. So to be able to see your artwork from one side of the world to the other being shown must be the most surreal thing. And they're incredible artists. They're so great. And I love that thing, again, how we said no inhibition for kids. They just draw, they create. And I want them to be proud of their work and I so want to be able to share it and make them feel special. So I feel very, very lucky Mm. to be able to share it. And the feedback around that from people who watch super awesome story time you know in the comments beneath they just get excited to see it as well so i, love I think that it's a so very much. special part yeah. and it is wonderful when you have a, a channel on youtube or on instagram that the mm-hmm. whole world can access it because you know if we go back to romper room that was on one channel yeah. <laughs> once a yeah. week or every day or wherever it was and yes. you can watch it that time you know but that's now, it you know, you could, they can watch it at any time you like. And that's the good thing about all of these mediums, you know, the podcast and what you're doing is that you can watch it at any point and any time that's convenient for you. 
Absolutely. And I'm sure you're the same with your podcast. You get to connect with people from all over the world. And like you were talking about the book community, you know, mm. I've made some incredible friends from all over the world who are either doing something similar as in reading stories out loud or their authors, illustrators, publishers, uh, mums, dads, uncles, aunties, whoever, you know, it's just incredible that we have this amazing internet and cloud mm. and, you know, all of these <laughs> things. That's that amazing. Nuts how this works, <laughs> that even that we can see each other now. And like, we're so lucky. Yeah, absolutely. And I just think people, you know, particularly with what we've been through the last couple of years, I think people are just drawn to positivity, whether they know it or not. They're mm-hmm. just drawn to something that takes them away from, you know, all the things that we've had to deal with these past, you know, past few years. And I think, you know, super awesome story time just does just that for the kids as well. Because kids, even though we try and shield them from a lot of these things, they know what's happening. You know, they have an idea that the world is not quite right now. So oh, absolutely. Watching something like yours brings them back to what they should be doing, you know, fun and play and immersing themselves in story. Yeah, that's really beautiful. Yeah, thank you. No, I very much am aware of that and I think kids are so clever and that's definitely something that I aim to do as well in Super Awesome Storytime. I try to just speak to them as if they're my friends, you know, because I very much never want to talk down to kids because they are so clever and they don't they need everything explained to them. You can just talk to them like a like a friend, you know, and they understand things and then they can come up with the, their own creative, you know, get their own creative juices flowing, so to speak, and maybe create something from that story and then, like you said, have that positive disruption or distraction Mm, from what's happening in the world and then go off on their own little storytelling tangent, hopefully after watching Super Awesome Storytime. And I love what you said about uninhibited creativity because I think the older we get, the more critical we become of ourselves and whatever we produce, whether that's videos or art or performing or writing, we become so critical of ourselves. And I think sometimes, particularly in that those first stages when you're rehearsing or drafting, you just need oh, to yeah. let that go and just play and be uninhibited and see what comes out and stop. Put that, send that inner critic outside for a while mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. and just immerse yourself in that creativity because nothing's going to be perfect the first time you do it. Well, except for you, who you just improvise all your amazing no. videos. <laughs> Even then, they're not perfect, but I think that's the beauty of things yeah. that we create. There's beauty in imperfection, you know, like that. I think so anyway. Oh, no, I do too. But it's funny that you should say that about the, you know, never being happy with something or, you know, having that inner critic constantly telling you you can do better or it's not good enough because part of the reason I think that I was procrastinating with Super Awesome Storytime to begin with, I was very busy and I was like, oh, I need to write a script. I need to write a script. I, need, I can't go out there until I've got a script written. And then it was only when I stopped touring and I was at home and I said, that's it. I'm just going to go out there. And then that's why I kept that, um, that thing of improvising everything because then there was nothing for me to be critical about. I go out there, I do it in one take and it's done. And, wow. and then, and I just have fun and whatever happens, happens. And I think that that's such a beautiful message as well to, to send to children too, that it's even if with a drawing, for example, you know, they might draw something, Oh, I know, cross it out, but it's like, no, let's see what we can create with that extra line that you've done or, or like, you know, something beautiful can come out of the unexpected. Mm, I I love that. And kids are not critical, you know, you think they are, but they're not, they're not, they they don't have that kind of, um, you know, thing in their brain where they're being critical about everything. They're just seeing the good in everything. You know, I remember, you know, even when with my kids, you're having the worst day and you've not done your hair in three days and they tell you, you know, you're amazing. You're like, well, maybe it'd be good if you could just see the world (laughs) through their eyes. (laughs) I know. Then it's like, you're beautiful, mum. Yeah, that's right. So sweet. I don't feel like it at all, but I'll take it. (laughs) That's it. And what else I love about children is that they're honest. 
list and yeah. they just say what's on their mind. When I'd be touring with a show, you know, like for example, Gruffalo, and we'd be in the middle of the show, and all of a sudden a child would yell out, It's my birthday <laughs> at the top of their lungs, you know, or or something just random. And it would be hilarious because it would keep every show so alive and so spontaneous because you just didn't know what was going to come at you. I'm and I do love that, that next time, Crystal. Next time at the theater, I'm going to, it's my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> It's great. We'd get the most random things and just at least expect it. It's brilliant. Yeah. Kids do. Kids actually remind you um, about the joy in life and they remind you of the joy that sometimes you forget being an adult. So that's, oh, that's, that's the great thing of connecting with kids. So what's, what's next for you, Crystal? So I know you're doing this amazing, super awesome story time and now the world's mm-hmm. opening up a bit. Are you going to go back on tour? Are you going to plan on doing some shows? What's next for you? So super awesome story time, definitely going to be continuing with that. Uh, I'm hoping to eventually, like I would love to be able to pitch it to some networks and, and get it out there. I mean, that would be my my dream for super awesome story time because at the moment I'm a one-man band, so I do everything myself. <laughs> oh, and I feel your pain. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which has been great though because it teaches us a lot, right? Like yeah. we've had to learn so many new skills, which I think is fabulous, but thank you for Mr. Google or Mrs. Google, whoever, to be like, how do you do this? you know wonderful so I will continue doing that writing songs I'm working on uh producing some of my songs because I think I've written almost 70 now uh so I would love to get out um something on Spotify and or different podcasts or things like that amazing I love that yeah so definitely keeping that dream going uh I also as you mentioned rainbow socks before I'm collaborating with an incredible social enterprise called up movement uh and I helped design socks with rainbows on it because I thought that was very super awesome story time and all the profits of that go to people in uh, need in war-torn and low socioeconomic countries who need prosthetic limbs so to help them with their mobility so doing more things like that if I can you know coming from the starlight background that stuff is extremely important to me so being able to collaborate more in that sense uh, is very much on the cards Uh, merch potential positive distraction oh, that's happening yes. tell me tell me when <laughs> uh, but other than super awesome story time definitely getting out and performing much more I sing in an acoustic duo uh, theater thing is going to start opening up again it already has here in Melbourne so fingers crossed more auditions come through and things are happening so that you know our arts industry opens up and flourishes again mm, absolutely well I very yeah. much look forward to whatever you do next and I'll be there cheering you along and be in the audience yelling out that it's my birthday Yes, Daddy, I cannot <laughs> wait. I'll hold you to that. <laughs> and I'll be wearing my very new positive disruptor T-shirt. I love it. I cannot wait. Uh, look, thank you so much, Crystal, for your time. I love what you do. I just love anyone who just loves their craft and brings a bit more positivity in the world and is a bit of a cheerleader like myself. So an enthusiastic positive disrupting cheerleader so you're definitely one of my people (laughs) ditto I feel the same about you thank you for shedding light on all these incredible bookish things that you do and for having your incredible podcast and being such a a joy to speak with thank you so much do you think you could take us out with a little sort of song with your little oh yeah yeah you know one of the classics you just surprised me you just i feel like twinkle twinkle's a classic one you know amazing crystal taking us out with her beautiful (laughs) it's a ukulele right it is a ukulele i got this from bolivia funnily enough oh it's beautiful all right isn't it gorgeous take it away Twinkle, twinkle, little star, how I wonder what you are, up above the 
twinkle little star how i wonder what you are Yay! <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much what an absolute joy it has been to speak to you i can't wait to see what you do next yes and to you too danny thank you so much Thank you for listening to the Words and Nerds podcast. We'd love to engage with you on social media. You can find the podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, Danny V Books, Words and Nerds podcast. You can also subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Stay safe and read more books.